This is CliffCentral.com. Hey, you're with the Futurology Show. B2 here running the desk because B1 is in Cape Town. Hey, B1, how are you doing? Does it? Right in you. Good in you, man. So Skyping in. Technology at the uh, Saving the Day again. I know. So maybe today we've got to swap roles and you can be B1 and I'm B2 seeing uh, I'm down here. Let's not Cape confuse Town, everybody. I'm already grade. confused as it is. <laughs> <laughs> so... so we're still sponsored yeah. by MTM Business, so thank you, MTM Business, for sponsoring the Futurology Show. And you're down in Cape Town because you're attending the... Gluttonous Symposium. Hashtag Futurology, hashtag Aspiring Innovators. And with all that glass chinky in the background, I'm convinced you're actually at the bar. Um, it's actually quite weird, Brett. I'm sitting here in like a little booth. I've got a window that's looking outside. I actually feel like a goldfish. I now know how goldfish feel. <laughs> um, as long as you don't have a memory and, of a goldfish, uh, well, I have a memory of a goldfish as well, so I suppose it is apt. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite interesting because we're like towards the tail end of the symposium, and there's still people here. You know, normally guys go day one, day two, and then kind of go shopping or whatever it is. But the weather's the weather's cuck in Cape Town, so it's good to be inside. I suppose it's warmer indoors. Yeah. So I do have an app of the week because yes. the app of the week that's actually been um, been relevant to me for the last two days. Um, and I need to tell you a bit of an embarrassing story, which leads me to the app of the week. Oh, yeah. um, in my rush to fly down to Cape Town on, when was it, Monday morning, I left my house with two bags. Yes. I had my bag with my clothes and my bag with all my computers and poison. And I then put my bags down to close the door and yeah. head for the car. And when I sat down on the plane, I realized I had one bag. My laptop and everything else was still lying at my home. Oh, well done. So I haven't lost it, um, but the, what what has been amazing is, is, you know, I always refer to myself as a mobilist. Yes. Well, I've been a mobilist for the last 72 hours. I have done everything off my phone. <laughs> I have had no other device. Nothing, um, no better way to learn but the deep end, eh? 100%. In fact, I actually have to give a real big shout out to IBM. Um, they're one of the exhibitors here. And, um, you know, when you go to these conferences, they... People like giveaway stuff, pens, rulers, uh, key rings, you, you know, the swag as they call it. Um, these guys were giving away a really slim 5,000 milliamp battery pack. Um, so oh, cool. I've been able to be powered the whole time that I'm down here because all I've had is my phone. So uh, I'm talking to you on your phone pack. right now. Hello? You to be on my phone. Yep. Okay, cool. Which, so uh, so don't really, do any surfing, don't do any tweeting, don't do any WhatsApping because uh, it'll affect your, your bandwidth, I suppose. No, it definitely won't. But, um, <laughs> so that takes me to the app of the week. Yes. Um, I have a thing called iRig Recorder. So it's like uh, I the love letter those R and then rig. Yeah. Okay. So um, Greg, your our tech guy at Cliff Central, yep. he left me with an iRig mic okay. and I've downloaded the iRig app. And I've been interviewing people. Um, I don't know if the podcasts are up yet on the Gartner Symposium site, but I've done interviews with guys all off my phone and one mic. Um, obviously, not the same type of broadcast quality we get back in studio. Yeah. But it's been amazing. And I just thought to myself, like, if anyone wants to get into this space or anyone wants to, like, record podcasts, it's as simple as a quick app. For sure. You can edit the content on your phone, and then you can convert it to iTunes or send it to the cloud or email it. I mean, it's it's just amazing the the, the, the world that we live in and the kind oh, of tech sure. that we have available that saves us goldfish exactly. memory people. Um, 
So yeah, powered, powered it's sponsored by MTN Business, powered by IBM battery packs, and uh, rocking <laughs> out on, on IR- an IRIG. Recorder. <laughs> All right, we're having a little we're having a little issue yeah, with the connectivity, yeah. but otherwise it's uh, it's working well. Okay, cool. Well, look, I am on Wi-Fi, so I'm not using LTE or anything. I'm just sitting okay. on the Wi-Fi that's inside the symposium. Um, it's been free Wi-Fi for everyone, and uh, we've been pretty good. I mean, we've had you know we've well we're talking. Yeah, no, it's good. So, yeah, just uh, if uh, if we lose each other for a bit, I apologize, and then you can take over, and I'll come back in when I do. No worries. So. My week of, of findings. Yes. This one's a bit freaky. Yeah. Um, the world's first baby was born with DNA from... Uh, okay. Say that again. So, yeah. I read... No, literally, say that again. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, sorry. So the world's first baby yep. was born with DNA from three different parents. That's weird. Okay, very weird. Um, so the reason behind this was the mother, the biological mother uh, per se, she has a disease that's developing. Um, so yeah. So what what they did is they 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 obviously did the whole fertility thing and did it in a you know in in utero in a lab. Yes. But they removed the DNA strand from the female from the mother, and then they got a donate a, a donation of. DNA that would replace that strand and make sure that the nervous system does develop. Now, a lot of people are going to say that's like a little bit too freaky and too uh, too much into the future, and we're messing with, you know, with the powers that be. But if you want to have kids and you know your kids are going to die because of this disease, and this is a solution, I think that's pretty awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it's really really interesting. I mean, if there's if there's ever reason to get beaten up on the uh, the playground, I suppose that's going to be one of them. Yeah, you got two mummies and one daddy. Yeah, I'm going to tell my daddies and my mummy on you. Yeah, yeah. In this case, it's two mummies. Oh, okay. And we all know how, uh, we all know how daddy mummies can be, so you don't screw with them. Excellent. And uh, you got anything else for us there on uh, I do. interesting things? I do, I do, I do. So we've been following this whole autonomous car for quite a while. Um, Google had, Google car had its first crash in Mountain View this last week, um, but it wasn't like it wasn't actually the car's fault. You know, it's like it wasn't my fault. The tree jumped out. Um, this car got T-boned in the middle of the intersection. A truck came through a red light and took the car out. Um, now, what was quite interesting is the Google cars are programmed to only pull off six seconds after the robot turns green. So. This car was clearly in the right, and the truck that came through the intersection was clearly in the wrong, um, and all, all the cameras pick it up as well. I mean, no one was hurt. None of the um, car minders, if that's the right word, or passive drivers, um, the people in the other vehicle, etc. But, you know, it's obviously a big hype because we're all looking at these uh, cars that are driving around by themselves. And, of course, if one has a crash, everyone wants to know why and how and uh, all those good things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so... It's just it just shows though that, that, that I love the response on the article from Google it was basically like, well, our cars still have to share the roads with human drivers. That was like kind of the closing comment, you yeah. know, um, which is it, it hits a point home, you know. If it's two driverless cars, it's not going to happen, and that's the unless the mainframe goes down. No, so, for sure. I think that's oh, the biggest that's the biggest thing. I mean, as as sort of digital solutions 
providers. We're uh, we're always trying to create something that's always that's a, the most amazing thing. And our clients are always like, I want this to be autonomous. But for the most part, you, we can't really replace humans just yet. No, and we with, can't. with that with that comes the human condition of the fact that we make mistakes. And well, uh, yeah, but I, okay. So I'm going back to this human now because on the note of cars, yes, <clears throat> I have to say now you as a tech geek the same as I am. Yeah. All right. I hired a car in Cape Town because that's what you do. Yeah. Um, the company's called Venta, like Venta, the cold drink you drink, but with a V, V for victory. Yeah. And um, it's the coolest thing out. They're little Datsun goes. So they're yes. small little, cute little cars. Yeah. Um, they've named their cars. They all have female names. So I'm uh, being driven around by Sophia at the moment. Um, but that's not why I'm talking about it. Um, the reason I'm talking about it is they give you free cell C Wi-Fi or MyFi or CarFi or whatever the hell you want to call it Fi. So you're basically connected. So I mean like for a tech oak like me, um, I get to the airport, I get in my car, I turn on the the, the car fire and I link the phone. Yep. And then my maps, so like if you're using Google Maps or Waze or anything like that which uses data, it's free. Yeah. Um, I can make Skype calls or, or WhatsApp calls or anything like that for free. You know, I say free, but I'm not paying. You know, yeah. someone's paying. The car yeah. rental company's paying. But it's just so cool and innovative because, you know, if you think about it, when you're a tourist or when you're out of town, you need your phone more than ever. You know, yeah. you need the GPS. You need to make calls. With sure. And now that's like just a value add. And if you're looking for a, for something that's a little bit unique, a little bit different, and I said, if you're, if you're a geek like you and I are, yeah, um, yeah look these oaks up. And I just, I love the fact that I, I have a name. Like even on the key ring, it says Sophia, you know. I shot a message back to Gail saying, uh, <laughs> arrived in Cape Town, cold morning, but no worries. Climbed into Sophia and I'm Sophia. fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cutie called Sophia taking me around. So I, I want to give the guys a punt. It's Venta, V-A-N-T-A dot C-O dot Z-A. And um, yeah, good service, clean little cars. And of course, it's uh, hey, it's free data. I mean, we all know about Cliff Central and data prices must fall. Yeah. So here we go, Gareth. When uh, you and uh, Tebow come to Cape Town, you need to, to rent a Venta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. Well, while we're a... talking about cars, um, yes. So I'm just going to use it as a segue to get into Tesla. So just some okay, some, cool. some highlights of Tesla around the world, according to Flipboard, is uh, there was currently a Tesla S has crashed into a gym. Uh, apparently, it was trying to park, and it suddenly accelerated and crashed into the front corner of the gym. At least that's what they're saying. Um, but it's no one's injured. They're, everybody's trying to work out who's to blame, whether it was the car, or whether it was the idiot behind the steering wheel, uh, or just a, a bunch of crazy stuff that happened. So highlights packages on Tesla. There are ever, ever increasing people trying to enter into the electric power uh, vehicle space. There are some brothers in, in, in Austria that are making some amazing headway with a, a car that promises to be better than Tesla. Uh, it's going to be qu- quite a bold statement to make when you don't have the, the backing of sort of Elon Musk's bank account. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they were Tesla are working hard at trying to make sure that their cars can't get hacked. Uh, they've, they've had a Chinese hack incident, so they've done some major security upgrades, uh, which are quite, quite interesting. And uh, moving further from uh, Tesla, uh, you may have remembered a couple of years ago, or last year actually, they announced the Powerwall. They introduced Powerwall. Yes, 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 so, yes. So, interesting discussion. South African government urges Tesla to set up batteries in country. So, Elon Musk might be coming home with some really great love Tesla investment. And definitely something that we need to look into. While the Tesla uh, cars might not take off quite as much as they have in Europe, 
by the way, in Amsterdam, when I was there, you could actually Uber Tesla. So there were all these Tes- oh, that's cool. Teslas all around that you could jump to. None of them were actually set to ludicrous mode, but uh, they were telling us all about it. <laughs> ludicrous mode. Yeah, that's actually what it's called. One of the settings is ludicrous mode, where all the available power goes to goes to all the wheels at, at the, in an instant, and it's it's something quite quite incredible. So, with all the blackouts that we've been having in South Africa, the uh, the need for obviously the power wall is is quite a quite a key focus. So we're looking to have. Uh, some power wall setups uh, in South Africa quite soon. There are some beta testing sites available, and uh, at the start of the year, South African media reported. Uh, I don't didn't hear about it, but uh, may have been under the Secrecy Act or something. But uh, it was reported that Tesla might be setting up one of its battery-producing gigafactories in the Western Cape. So, looking forward to Tesla making an appearance in South Africa. I think it'll be quite quite a a cool feature for South Africa. Um, but the cars, I, I must say, I'm quite, quite in love with the cars. I think they're, uh, with that 19 inch screen that they've got in the front heads up side of it's pretty, pretty cool. Do you think they would actually bring their cars with as well, Brett? Or do you think it would only be, uh, um, you know, the power walls? They are talking about bringing the, uh, I think Elon Musk actually mentioned it a while back saying that he was going to bring in the Model 3 into South Africa, but that it wasn't going to be the biggest business in the country. They're not like looking to take on any of the big players yet. But uh, there is there is obviously a, a view for it to be releasing one of the cars. Uh, so probably the Model Three. We'll see if we haven't seen it yet. Watch the space. Yeah, that would be. That's definitely yeah. That's definitely something to keep the keep the eye on. So uh, um, yeah. Cool. Um, well, so moving totally off cars now, okay. um, and I'm going to drones. Yes. Because we hate drones so much on this show. I love so, drones um, amazingly. <laughs> I will. I'm not even. Okay. I'm not even going to sarcastically Cape say that I hate drones. I don't yeah, want anybody I, to hear I, me. But I've got. It, I'm in Cape Town. You know, it's like sarcasm <laughs> capital. So I'm like sweet. Eh? Um, there are other ways to get high when you have a drone. <laughs> True. So what? Uh, what I came across. Do you know who Chipotle is? I know the, what the it is. Okay, I so don't for know the, the people. All right. So Chipotle. Oh yeah, that's right. It's actually a type of Mexican cuisine. Yeah. Okay. So there's a. There's a franchise of restaurants in America called Chipotle. Yes. Uh, um, obviously, you have a Mexican um, uh, description and, and uh, what's the word genre to them. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Their whole thing is about um, natural food and uh, organic and that kind of thing. In fact, um, they did a, a TV series called Farmed and Dangerous, and it was a whole take on the McDonald's and that of the world, how yes. cows were blowing up, and all. it's really worth watching, it's about six episodes in it, yep. but it was a Chipotle, like, they they you ne- they never mentioned Chipotle in the movie, mm-hmm. but you kind of know it was bought by them, and it, it really worked well for them, in fact, I think they won a can award uh, at MIP two years okay. ago, but uh, their chief marketing dude is also quite organic, he likes uh, cocoa in its uh, refined format, especially the white version of it, um, he's got a couple of issues. But that's not the problem. Um, what they've done is they've gone and partnered with Google to build drones that will deliver burritos at Virginia Tech. Because, I mean, of course, techies need to eat. And how better way to get a get a burrito to a hungry tech student when, uh, you know, um, a drone can bring it to you. Yeah. So I just thought that was pretty cool. That you, that's like, cool. sitting sitting on campus, push your button, hit the app, and zoom, a drone comes with a, a tasty burrito. For sure, yeah, but, but knowing the way eat, so knowing the way cool. students eat, especially if they are getting the other different kind of high, uh, they're, they're going to be <laughs> ad, ad hoc different times of these these drones whizzing through the air, 
and there's thousands of them. So that's actually quite supply and demand are going to be a, like ten laid at the same place. Exactly, <laughs> exactly at the yeah, same time for good. the for the same person. Yeah, thirteen drones. Are you sure this is not an error? No, bring it, yeah. bro. Bring the, we- it. the weight of your passport exceeds our capabilities. Right. So I, we were we were all nice and happy and positive about Pokemon last week. I have to unfortunately go back to the negative, um, but it's a negative that we can all laugh at. As I said, I'm in Cape Town, so sarcasm yep. is quite high up. Yep. So they released their Go Plus this week which is a bangle that you wear. It's like a $30 bangle. Of it's course. obviously got the logo. Yeah. But now, I was just thinking about it. Is, um, do you remember the Live Strong movement when we all running around those yellow silicone bangles? Yeah. Okay? And that was our way of showing people we care and we're healthy and all these things. Now you can wear a Pokemon Go Plus bangle to show the whole world what a us you are. That's good. It's a good <laughs> so, warning uh, sign. They need yeah. to rig it with a bell or something. Yeah, so you've got this, uh, you, you, know, you don't have to look at your phone anymore, you can just show the world you're into us. So that's, go, that, that's <laughs> come out already. And you know the irony is, Brett, that they are going to sell hundreds of thousands of millions of millions these of things. things. I mean, you know it. You yeah. know, that's just the, I think we're outnumbered by stupid people, unfortunately. But uh, look, yeah. I, do, I do love some of the human beings that are playing Pokemon Go, but uh, I think when you're engaged, you're, uh, you're actually disconnected as much as you could be possibly with this. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't like Pokemon, I don't like Pokemon Go. I think I may have said that no. once or twice. Nah, never. But uh, yeah, yeah, look, I, it's it's just one of those things, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's you know, no, fads are fads. It is fad. what it is. Cool. Well, I noticed that BA jumped onto the bandwagon. Uh, not, no, well, well, okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that. BA has not jumped on Pokemon Go wagon. I'm not uh, smeeching their good name and reputation and awesome Ella. They've jumped onto the AR style bandwagon. They, they published an article this week, a newsletter, showing you uh, there was like five or six different AR techs for travel, which yeah. I thought was cool. And especially now you've just come back. Yeah. The one that really I thought was really, really clever, it's called London Tube. So you're walking in the streets of London and you fire up the app and it will show you augmented where the entrances are to the tube stations. Um, and obviously you can from there tap and bring up the map of where, because you know when you walk on the one side of the street or you walk on the other side of the street, mm-hmm. you then go underground, you can be on the wrong side of the platform. So this will show you like the ETA of the next train and its route and everything else that it's doing mm-hmm. from that entrance, which I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I only found out about it because British Airways sent it. So, you know, okay. that, that's what I mean. They're getting on. They like saying, well, he has a real reason to use AR. They're also kind of like having a go at Pokemon. Yeah, that's um, right. There are, there are practical, so were, better uses for AR than, than chasing imaginary creatures around. No, definitely. Yeah, so, uh, what else have you got on your side? Well, while we're talking about British Airways and, and all things flying, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. So... We've, tell me if you've heard this before. They, uh, so this phone blew up on a plane once, and uh, they started banning them. So now Samsung have released what they call the safe Note 7 smartphones with new batteries. But recently, a 25-year-old Chinese guy had a Note 7 explode while he was charging it, less than 24 hours after he got it delivered from via his e-commerce site. And uh, he managed. He, he had minor injuries on two of his fingers, but the worst thing ever was that it burnt his Apple MacBook. And I just think that's terrible. Oh, so, no. so not only are Samsung and, and Apple fighting it in the, in the courts, they're actually fighting the machines have risen and are now taking, taking out each other. But, uh, <laughs> so they've got safe things. But on, on, the, on the 
Nick's side of it. And there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of Google and, uh, and Samsung uh, notif- notices coming out for what, what they're planning for the future. Uh, but Samsung are expected to release the successor to the Galaxy S7. And one of the great things that they're going to have in the S7, according to, to them, is what they're calling hydrophobic smartphone displays. Basically, it's just a fancy word for waterproof. But hydrophobic. Oh yeah. gosh. Okay. So now, if the if the Galaxy, let's call it the S8 or the S9, does explode, let's say it burns, it combusts and turns into flame, you won't be able to put it out either because now it's on waterproof thing. So you can you can pour water on it. <laughs> so if the fire doesn't get it, the water won't get it either. But now you can't really do much about this really hot phone, and w- one way or another. But maybe they're doing it so that you can actually put it under a tap and cool down your battery under a running tap while using your phone, perhaps, maybe, sort of, kind of. But uh, they are saying that, they, that they're not really phased or too phased by the fact that their uh, batteries are exploding, and they're, they're looking forward to the S8, and they're already talking about the S9 Galaxy. Um, and guess what the S9 is going to have that the S8 won't have? A battery that doesn't explode? No, a super, oh. a super hydrophobic display, oh, okay. rather than just a hydrophobic Fantastic. display. So the market yeah, because to, you know, yeah. yeah. Once, once, once you've got normal, you have to go super, which is what the S generally stands for on, on Galaxy products. So, uh, so I can actually see Apple coming out of, at next year's iPhone launch. And yeah, we have the hyper color screen. The hyper super duper. Super. Yeah. One that you can put into a lava yeah. flow if you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we're going to bash, we're gonna um, bash Samsung. Actually, stop bashing Samsung for a little while. No, we actually do need to. You know, I had a, I had a, uh, one of the guys from Samsung in here yeah. for an interview. Yeah. And while I was setting up, um, it was a case of like, are we actually going to talk about the S7 Note? He like volunteered that, you know, and I was like, no, we're not. Because this is about enterprise. In fact, the, um, the interview that I did with him was quite cool. He was very focused on enterprise and knocks, you know, the, the security aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, basically, um, yeah, we didn't we didn't go into the phone and the hardware, and they're not sure about the phones and the hardware. Okay. But I, I suppose you know every big uh, uh, manufacturer is going to have something that comes back and bites them, and I think they're going to get bitten by this for a while. You know, yes. um, obviously the phones didn't really make it to South Africa because they didn't announce on my flight anything about turning them off or, or not turning them on. It was just the normal if you're flying, turn off your stuff kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe the the value of life is slightly different between Europe and Africa. <laughs> if it happens, we just deal with it over here. But, Are uh, you worried about a you worried about a thing blowing up? Ah, we're not worried about that. Just come. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly it. So there's a. You remember last week you mentioned Google Trip, Google Trips. Yes, 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 yes. So Airbnb Trips is coming. Okay. Uh, and it, they did a beta test. It was on the Google Play Store for a short while, and they pulled it. I think possibly because of the. Uh, the Google Trips announcement, but Airbnb, get this, Airbnb have received a round of funding that is going to see them get $850 million raised for their company. Wow. They're currently uh, valued, there's a valuation on Airbnb at $30 billion, which is quite wow. incredible, according to the Wall Street Journal. And uh, so there, there's some good news and some bad news around Airbnb. Now, the reason why I bring it up is because Airbnb and Trips, and they're, they're definitely going to be doing a lot more contextual aware stuff where... You don't just book into your uh, accommodation, wherever it may be, but you're actually able to see what's on around you, where the places are to eat, which generally is one of the first Google searches any Airbnb guest would do. would be like, well, I'm here now. I need to go get something to eat. And uh, now Airbnb are sort of just taking that next step and saying, well, 
here's how we're going to expand it. It's going to offer all of this contextual away stuff. So they're going to be trying to differentiate themselves away from city guides and all these other things, but they are also going as far as saying, well, let's give you sort of self, self-guided walks where you not only are able to stay in the place, find out where to eat, find out where to go, but also explore using the Airbnb app. So that's part of the reason why they're going into this uh, round, of, round of investments. Uh, the bad news from Airbnb was that they were in hot water on uh, overcrowding. Apparently, they are uh, in New York. There are people up to sort of 32 people in, in one listing, in one area to stay. Um, there's there's uh, reports of people putting air mattresses into kitchens and, and, and using Airbnb to, to rent out an air, uh, an air mattress in someone's kitchen. So, uh, oh, no. Yeah, so they're getting to some hot water around uh, sort of what the what the – violations are of city city regulations um, and just general safety i suppose and cleanliness i don't know how you're supposed to share one bathroom if you're on an air mattress there's a good chance there's only one shower or one toilet and you're possibly sharing it with 32 other people um, but we were talking about it just before we came on air here at cliff central we we're just saying how new technology is changing the way people behave and one of the behavioral things that's starting to change with likes of airbnb is that a lot more people have access to busy city centers so there are now there's not only overcrowding in Airbnb sort of lodgings, but there are a lot more people having immediate access to some of the big city centers like New York and and all these touristy places. So congestion is getting a problem. On the flip side of yeah, that, you, though, you know, yeah, carry yeah, on. Carry on. I do have. No, a, I was going to say, you know, before the flip side, I was just saying yeah. it's the same as Uber. Yeah. Um, you know, as soon as people start to Disrupting, yeah. Um, you know, it, we find all the problems. So, yeah. yeah. So, what's on the flip side? Well, the flip side of that is Uber, and uh, yes. in in New York, See, in, yeah, in New York, New Yorkers can now get unlimited Uber for one hundred dollars. Uber are basically moving into what they're they're, they're starting in October, uh, a pay upfront unlimited Uber pool rides, where you can pay a hundred dollars for unlimited rides for the first two weeks in October, and then you can pay two hundred dollars for the full month. So. They must begin and end in Manhattan, so it's all for Manhattan area, and they're going to test it there. But they're going to do a subscription pricing, uh, which will be quite interesting to see how that works. It would be really great if Uber in South Africa did sort of campaign-driven subscriptions to say in Cape Town during the holiday seasons uh, to avoid it would be very cool. to avoid congestion in the city centres and stuff. People start doing subscription services. You use the the share car services like Uber, and you're able to get from A to B unlimited as you need it. Uh, and you paid up front. It would help. Uh, I, I think it would be a really good thing to to save this congestion. Cool. So, Brett, yes. I um, we, we I can't believe we're actually already at halfway. I mean, it's it's madness. Oh, how when you and I together, we can go. talk about anything, bro. I know it's awesome. So, what I thought we'd do is is have a quick chat to each of the six um, aspiring innovators that are here with me. Yes. Um, and we're like a, like you know, like like a like a speed dating almost type awesome. of thing. Yep. And um, I'm going to actually put myself onto speaker, so let me know if it's bad or not. But okay. uh, do we need to do we need to go to ad breaks or anything first, or are we ready to go? And I can switch into the guys. I've already got some lined up. Yeah, no, we can go straight ahead with it. We got a song lined up for just now, but uh, we're good for now. Let's, let's, right, let's so I'm going to go. Show. I'm going to go into speaker mode, so hopefully we don't uh, fall off the planet yet. But let's see what happens. Just hold on a sec. All right. Still there. Yeah. Okay. So. Basically, um, I'm doing speed dating, yes. and I've got, I'm going to have two people coming in at a time. Okay. Um, and I'm starting with Andy from Impression. 
I don't actually know. If, were you there when we spoke to Andy originally? Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah. You were? Yeah. Okay, well, you know. Hello, Andy. Hey, Brett. Hey, how you doing, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's really, it's really soft. I don't know if you can no, bump up we, on your side. We can hear you guys okay. It's all good. All right. All right, cool. So, um, Andy, three, two and a half days. Tell us. Well, how's it been for you guys? I think you hit the nail on the head with the speed dating because people that come past, you literally have like 30 seconds to open that door, get the guy interested, and uh, you know, let them go with a business card and hope that they phone you back the next day. <laughs> um, I've been lucky enough that uh, I've been able to attend some of the uh, presentations here at Gartner, and I, I think something that's really clear for me is that customer experience is, is really a, it's a high-focus um, both both uh, internationally and locally for companies. Um, I think we, we can position ourselves quite well as an electronic signature company um, to improve that customer experience. So um, a lot of the messaging was consistent with what we're providing, and uh, it's been a great experience. It's been a fantastic experience. Dude, you think uh, you'd actually prep that speech? Eh? How was that one? <laughs> you go. You know, with Donald Trump and Hillary, don't make it. Uh, it's all yours. Uh, <laughs> are we still are we still there, Brett? I am. I'm just doing some housekeeping. We do actually have a commercial to get to, so uh, after Andy, we will go for a commercial break. Well, I, I think that I mean Andy, you summed that up pretty. Yeah, well you've done. summed that up pretty well. Um, Good elevator I think pitch. that the outtake and we, we, as I said, we're doing speed dating. So the last question I just want to basically ask Andy before you go into housekeeping, then we'll move on to to our next innovator. Um, the show itself, the fact that you've been here, and as a, let's, I hate to use the word startup, but as a new business, a new venture, you've been out of the office for three days, okay, with the traveling and everything else. Has it been worthwhile? I mean, have you seen things that are going to actually materialize into rent and said hopefully dollars? Yeah, look, it's been it's been rough. Uh, for the, the listeners who can't see me right now, I've got bloodshot eyes. And he hasn't shaved either. <laughs> I haven't shaved. And he has a newborn at home. you got the face radio. Well done. Yeah. And um, it, it's been absolutely worth it though you know all the preparation all the hard work that we've been on site not just for the delegates that that pay to be here and the ones that Gartner invites but just also to try and find collaborations with the exhibitors I think the other exhibitors have we've seen fantastic opportunities to collaborate with those guys and uh, hopefully we can take uh, work together to take something new to market awesome Excellent. All right, so Thanks. I think hit your magic button. And we'll See you back, back in 30 second. seconds. Cool. When you're growing a small business, meetings, telecons, and admin move into dinners, recitals, and bedtime stories. But we know you knew that. We know that between the successes and failures, the courage to continue is what counts. We also know that the right meetings, telecons, and admin means better dinners, recitals at the school you want, and great bedtime stories. The courage to grow is business. We've got the advisors, products, and solutions that enable you to do so. MTN Business, a new world of business. This is CliffCentral.com. You're still on the Futurology Show. We just took a break, a bit of housekeeping. B2 here running the desk in Cape Town. We have B2 at the Gartner Symposium, catching up with some of the aspiring innovators. B2, you there? I'm there. So now I see we have to agreed for me to go to B2 level. That's all good. Did You're I, riding the I deck. I'm the car. Oh, right? Well, yeah. I suppose whoever sits in the chair, it's, it's sort of this, this, this throne of power that you get to sit behind the, the mic one. All right. Well, I know I do remember. My memory is not that bad. You were definitely in that day when we spoke to Simon from ProBuda. Yes, How's it going, Simon? Oh, good, guys. How's a B1? Hey, <laughs> that's B- me. I mean, you, us. B3, <laughs> B4. 
<laughs> before you do anything stupid. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, Simon is sitting here with Andy. I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm literally bred. I'm running a speed dating uh, situation. I've got chairs sitting up next to me, and the guys are coming in and out as we, as we go. Um, so Simon heard the questions. So I think, yeah, take it away. I mean, how's uh, it been for you? I gotta say, I'm completely peopled out. You're peopled out. <laughs> Thank God we're uh, we've spoken. Yeah, we've spoken to so many people over the last two and a half days, and I think the uh, just the interactions and the conversations have made this entire exercise worthwhile. That's fantastic. So, so Simon from, from Provillo. Yeah, no problem. Si- Simon from Provillo. What it, just remind us again what it is that you guys do at Provillo. Uh, so we're a uh, hosted business process and workflow uh, provider, or as uh, Mr. Jeff Mann from Gartner called us, a lightweight business process <laughs> that <was> funny, uh, <laughs> provider. Although he did have a point. I mean, it, it, we are servicing the sort of stuff that uh, companies that can afford the big platforms aren't going to use us for. You know, we're taking care of the things that are really irritating and, and would generally be expensive and uh, people-heavy to solve. So, no, a good experience. Had a lot of fun. Excellent. And uh, obviously, we're on the Futurology show. Uh, Post-Gartner, what are you guys hoping for the future? I just want to sit down for a day or two, <laughs> not have to deal with B2 here. That'd be nice. I tell you what, Brett, it's been manic. Eh? I'm, yeah. not, you know, I'm, I'm sitting where I'm positioned in my fishbowl. It's right by the innovators. So we've got like MTN on the one side yeah. and then uh, all the guys around on their stand on the other side. And they've all been busy. Eh? The interest has been amazing. In fact, I was Excellent. saying to someone the other day that there's been more, more traffic and interest here with the innovators yeah. than there has been at the IBMs and the Samsungs, and you know, which is awesome. I yeah, suppose that's fantastic. why these guys are here. Excellent. Well, um, it sounds like you guys are earning your beer, so uh, we better hook that up soon and I uh, hope you guys enjoy the... The beer yeah, after this. Hundreds. We've still got to do that. Yeah, do that. Yeah, we have it on record. Eh? He's yeah, acknowledged yeah. it. Yep. There, there is vigorous nodding. We have there witnesses. vigorous nodding. <laughs> Excellent. Great awesome. to catch up. Well, Simon, the, the, cool. the takeaway for you as well? I mean, uh, you know. I think that the when you get exposed to an event like this, you realize just how, how big the market actually is and how much opportunity there is out there. And kind of uh, it, it shapes your thinking and how you're going to approach uh, the marketing of your business. You know, the takeaway is... A lot more fish in the sea, and uh, we've got to find the right way. Sweet. So there it is, the right way to talk. We're going to be philosophical out by the time we get to the top of the hour. Simon, thank you. So two down, two down, uh, four to go. Two down, and yeah, I told you we're speed dating. So now I have Integral with us from Invoke. I think you remember, I think you were there that day as well. We were talking about how we could put expo packs together without having to do anything. Remember that that chat? Yes. Okay. So, so invoke. I, I think you've heard the chat already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we really are speed dating, buddy. We're kind of like, I want two takeaways from you. One, the kind of engagement you've had and what that looks like. And then obviously, after the show, after Gartner, when we're back in the real world, you know, what are future. you looking at? So, yeah. how, how have you found the show? Uh, the show has been exceptionally great. Okay. Uh, the love that we're getting is unbelievable. Uh, I mean... The fact that we're revolutionizing the uh, whole reporting space, we're adding another layer on top of dashboarding, which is what people always thought was the last layer, uh, is just exceptional. And everybody's actually getting to grips with the fact that ultimately you need to have that qualitative analysis as part of your end product, not just the quantitative stuff. 
Uh, are you still getting all of this, B? Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. Okay, no, awesome. I just have to keep checking. I know that might be a bit frustrating for listeners. I'm giving, I'm giving everybody the, the their seconds of, of speed date as quiet as possible on their end. No, cool. I just say also we have a lot of ambient noise here as well. Right. And I'm not on microphones. We like so, we are literally doing this the mobilest way, but phone on the awesome. table, battery pack plugged into it, and on speaker. Gorilla <laughs> so, and radio. It's awesome. It is. It is like. Like that, huh? I mean, when we when we were live on the show, the one thing that I said to you was the fact that you could prepare that kind of information for me on the fly using the algorithms and that your your audience is CIOs and CEOs. That's what that's what and senior IT people, right? Have they basically given you the pat on the back and saying, "Well done"? You know, where were you 20 years ago, kind of thing? What, what's your what's your sentiment been on the takeaway? The pat on the back, definitely. I think the purchase orders are soon to come. Ah, oh, there we go. There's a man. There's the man. <laughs> And the purchase orders seem to come, nice. Uh, uh, I mean, and also another thing that also happened here was partners are screaming to have uh, to have our solution on their platform, which That's is great. also exceptional because the guys are they want to add what we have on the on the on their stack. Uh, we're literally sitting here trying to fight off uh, which ones to start with. You know, I have that <laughs> problem with all the single women in Cape Town. You know, sure, I've had that sure. same problem trying nice. to fight them off my stack. Yeah, I'm going to share well, that caricature just now. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> well, no, fantastic. Excellent. So, um, just, yeah. a, just a quick one, Brett. Uh, if you're listening to the show, you just tuned in now. We are talking to the aspiring innovators at the Gartner Symposium. Over the last six weeks, we have been interviewing six of the aspiring innovators. And if you are only tuning in now and you've heard the first three, you can get to listen to the other podcasts of the other of all of them uh, on the podcast on Cliff Central. So, go to cliffcentral.com. Listen to the aspiring innovators. Catch up on the full interviews that we've had with each of these people. Right now, we are speed dating. We are halfway through and three to go. B2, B1. Futurology, speed dating. Tegel, thanks very much. We'll definitely be following you and catching up with you again, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future. And straight away, as I say, boom, I'm going to talk about rejection. And we're sitting here with Nico from IOT Next. Remember I said NXT last time? It's Next. How's it go? In fact, you... You and I spend lots of time together. Brett, I have to brag a little bit, and I also have to say thank you. Um, uh, the guys at IoT Next took myself and a few other people out for supper on night one. We went for an amazing chow, and awesome. uh, it was a night of just talking tech, and I think I actually might have freaked out some of my colleagues talking <laughs> about human-machine uh, integration <laughs> and animation. But, uh, Nico, you guys have been running for your feet, huh? Yeah, and then just by the way, there was some uh, very interesting VR discussion, virtual reality stuff, but maybe we don't go into that. I know, we've talked about VR porn before. Oh, no, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I, still don't like the idea, I still don't like the idea that you can look behind you and see the cameraman. Oh, there you see. I don't yeah. think about okay. it. exactly so, what I'm saying. Yeah, another guy doing it. Okay, anyway, yeah, fine. No, so we've had a, it's, it's, it, it has been, it's been hectic. It really has been, uh, it's been uh, an amazing show, uh, really had a lot of interaction at different different levels and um, also learned quite a lot so uh, yeah I think some some really interesting trends and um, you know information and knowledge coming through the Gartner channels. Mm. Brett this guy's being humble okay he actually <laughs> had to cancel his flight home this morning because there's so much traffic and demand coming through to check what they're doing all right so I'm, I'm going to say it he's not playing his own his own trumpet but one thing that you guys have to do when he's back yeah. They've got a coffee machine here that's linked up to the Raptor. So you put in your details and your, your Twitter handle and all that cool stuff. Yeah. You select your beverage. It's all done off an iPad. And then 
not only do you get to see all the analytics in real time on the preparation of the coffee, like on a screen. I took a photograph. I'll share it with you later on. Yep. But it then sends a tweet that says, having coffee with Fat Cat Brett, um, <laughs> you know, at IoT Next, etc. I mean, it was, it's, I'm just thinking of your beer tap for Sound, beer o'clock. Sounds like a beer o'clock discussion. I think you need to come Definitely. join us there, Nico. He, he's got to take these sensors out of the machine. And now we're going into summer. We don't need coffee anymore. Yeah. He's got to come around to, to Big Brave yeah. and uh, hook up your, your flow meters and that. Because, I mean, we were sitting there as total geeks just looking at, at, awesome. at the, the metrics and the and analytics. And I need to just say that yeah. the whole theme, and you guys can maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole theme, everything that I've heard from every single Gartner analyst is how important data is. It's like the new oil. Yep. Um, companies got data. What are they doing with their data? How are they moving their data and so on? So to actually watch the data in real time is what uh, IoT Next is doing. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you've had the busiest stand here. I must say. Yeah, no, listen, we've uh, we've been on the go. And I think, you know, for me, what, what what's actually been amazing is, you know, the, the coffee idea was really just something that we quickly thought about. But what we've seen is that that really epitomizes uh, Internet of Things is about. So, I mean, yeah. it really isn't about just making the coffee. It's about, um, you know, the coffee machine almost becomes a business case. It could be, uh, mm. you know, an earth-moving uh, uh, vehicle. It could, it, it's any asset, you know, yeah. out there. And, uh, you know, our tagline, I think, really came to its uh, full right that, uh, you know, it's still your business. It's only better. And I think that, for yeah. me, is the key driver is the fact that people – you know, people often look at this digital thing and think, oh, we have to reinvent our business. Yeah. It's not about that, I don't believe. I think there are components of innovation that drive you into a new direction. Exactly. But I think the key really is, you know, still driving your core um, business, but just making it better. Exactly. There's there's a point that we've uh, had a couple of times where we talk it. about the, uh, the thing is not the thing. It's the thing that gets you to the thing. So it's getting the Internet of Things and getting to the point that it gives you data that is valuable yeah okay well i'm now putting you on the spot so i want to see flow meters raptors and sensors linked up to his awesome brew on a friday so yeah. i can certainly do that the only the <laughs> only pre provisor that i have is that we can make that data available in the cloud um, and obviously from that perspective i don't know is it brett levy or the other brett that drinks the most beer but i mean we'll no, know we'll know no, definitely you will you'll find out I've got some pretty either. heavy testers. <laughs> I mean, drinkers, <laughs> I mean, testers. I'm worried about the I'm worried about the press that the, the beer o'clock is getting. We're going to have to get bigger offices now and another no, keg. Okay. <laughs> Just keep the guys out downstairs. We'll use their balcony. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Lovely. Cool. Cool. Thanks, 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 guys. Right. Cool. And if you so, like, if again, as that seat gets cold, the next seat gets hot. Awesome. I've got. So Mecca from Criteria, and remember we went through that whole awesome name change abbreviation and everything else. Um, Brett, I, I have to also say, you know, the, the one thing I have learned with these guys, with all six of them, is the humility. Yeah. Um, what we didn't realize, even when we had him on the show, is the fact that when uh, Jeffrey Mann stood up yesterday and, and went through the whole presentation of what the aspiring innovators were all about in the program, yeah. Mecca and his partners are actually varsity guys. These are not corporate business people. You know, it's not like they've left university and they've been screwing around for the last three years. Yeah. He's laughing. I mean, but the point is, is that, you know, you're punching with the heavyweights here. So, well done. Inspiring innovation. You know? And I, I just wanted to make special mention of that because that is an achievement. In fact, he actually referred to it as a wild card because you've <laughs> seen the list of criteria to be considered as an aspiring innovator. 
you know, business, no less than this old, this many people, so on and so forth. And he actually used the terminology wildcard, that these guys were too important to leave out of the six. So well done. Thank you very much. So on that note, how's the show been? I mean, it's been? It's been amazing. A lot of uh, exposure on our side. So we've, uh, we've, we've gotten quite a lot of people interested in it. So like uh, legitimate uh, government people. So they've spoken to us. Some other private persons have also spoken to us about uh, the idea of uh, not just being a tender system for the government, but also going through to the business. And even uh, the, the folks from Nigeria, so the Central Bank of Nigeria, like the Reserve Bank. Were they here? Yes. Oh, okay. So, so like, they have come down to follow up on the guys, eh? Yeah, so they've been, they were quite interested and uh, we're actually going to be meeting up with some people over in Nigeria to discuss the prospects of uh, implementing the system also in Nigeria. That's fantastic. You know, as I said, I, I, where I'm sitting, I can only see like two of the main stands, but, you know, I don't sit in my little um, fishbowl all day long. I go and walk around. And again, I just have to reiterate, there's just been people like gravitating towards where we are, where the, you know, where the innovators are. Given the fact that Gartner's about data and symposiums and innovation, well, mm. they've definitely put their money behind it because that's, awesome. that's where it is. Great. I need to give another shout out to MTN Business quickly, yeah. even though they're our sponsors, but I also didn't realize it. It's MTN Business that's actually funded and put these stands together yeah. and all that for the inspiring guys, which I think it deserves, it deserves acknowledgement on that as well because... Again, without the enablement of MTN, we wouldn't have these guys sitting here. Yeah. And obviously, we'd lose out on the on what they what they bring to the table. Yeah. Um, and this is the second year. Hope, this though, is the that, second year that they've been the sponsor of the. It is the second of it, year, and hopefully they'll be able to sponsor it long into the future as well, because it, it seems to be making one one heck of a difference. I I'm pretty sure that they will do that, right? Because again, they've seen the traffic with their own eyes, um, and I interviewed uh, two of the ladies as well. So, nice. um, yeah, it your 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 takeaway from from Gartner Symposium. Where to from here? What's what's going to happen in the next two weeks? You know? So in the next two weeks uh, and the future to come is now implementing the system for uh, on a business to business platform. Finishing up all. Fantastic. The, so we're going that way. Yes, Good. We're going that way. All right, that's awesome. So we're going to have a business to business platform. I actually did facilitate an introduction. One of the other companies down here, yes. which I believe went well. Yes, so we so, so that's awesome. Cool. Right, Excellent. you're out of here. i got to chase you. i got one more to get through before we get to the top of the hour. So thank you very much. We'll definitely catch you and follow you up on the flip side. Pleasure. And last but definitely not least, in fact, closest to my window is um, Spella from Toussaint. Ah, yes. And Brett, I actually get to meet him in person. If you remember, we had a yeah, Skype call. Yeah. Hey, Sabella. So, yeah, sorry, carry on. No, just saying hi. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, hi. How's it? How are you? Again, you've heard the questions i mean we've been sitting here like in a little bit of a processing how's the show being absolutely fantastic wow um, okay i cannot thank gartner mtn enough um it's it, being in pe you know it has its perks yeah but uh <laughs> being out in the big city it's it's absolutely fantastic getting to meet with everyone who's a, an actual decision maker yep um it's it's really special um cannot thank the folks enough. have you signed any deals uh, I won't go as far as saying signed any deals, okay. but there's uh, a number of meetings. Because I'm watching through the window. I've been watching. I've read, you know, it's yes. amazing how guys gravitate to the stand. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Oh, so sorry. there's the nail on the head, though, but is that we're here with decision makers. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's just aspiring innovators. 
you are sitting in a room full of decision makers. Uh, these are, you know, and you, you've been in business a long time. You know how frustrating it is when you go and speak to someone. You go through the whole presentation. Yeah. And they go, okay, I need to just chat to my manager. Yeah. Like, really? I think, you know? I think one of the so, guys said in, the, in their interview, they said uh, innovation, aspiring innovation, is sort of it's doing things at the speed of business. And if you can do business as fast as you possibly can, you can collaborate so much better and therefore innovate so much better. So it's really useful to have those type of forums. You, you, you basically, uh, you know, I'm a bit, a bit worried now. You're going to put me on the digital philosophy and now saying I'm B2 today. For so sure. I was about to say you're throwing out pearls of wisdom early and we've still got a few minutes till the top of the hour. Um, so, Sabella, what is the takeaway from the show? You're going back to PE. Um, you know, what happens next? Because I also remember we were chatting with the mesh networks and that it's not like you can roll out tomorrow just from the time you get a go. So what happens from here? Oh, I think uh, we're definitely considering the opening of the Adoberg office much more seriously. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just don't move there, buddy. <laughs> Send someone else up there. <laughs> so we really are, are, are looking at even um, uh, the opportunities to partner with other infrastructure providers and say this is our solution and then have that channel relationship. Yes, I learned that term this week. There so we I'm go. And bi-modal. That's <laughs> the other terminology you get to learn. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, it, it's just been amazing. Um, it's such that uh, there's something we learned in San Francisco, reciprocal meritocracy. Hoity-toity. Say term, it again. Uh, reciprocal meritocracy. Wow. Um, super hoity-toity term for um, just... A symbiotic you know, relationship. That's it. Wow. <laughs> oh, Did you just Google that? Because I'm not watching no, you. No, no. That's, that's awesome stuff. I'm pretty clever too. Okay. And, and <laughs> nice good looking. So well done. Oh, thanks. Right. So we catch up. Go back to it. So that's what you learn in San Francisco. That is awesome. And seeing it here. We're seeing it here in action. Um, yeah. Folks who might not necessarily be our first-tier clients, more terminology I learned this week, yeah, yeah. Um, would then uh, introduce us to second-tier, etc. It's it's absolutely amazing. It's it's you know everybody is here to make sure we all succeed. Um, uh, I thought it would be clicky, but everybody's just so open, and there's so much so much being done here. That's fantastic. Excellent. Well, uh, that, how was that for speed dating? What well we done. did in six weeks, we did in 30 minutes. Well done. Huh? And, and if you do, if anybody listening does want to hear any more of the expanded interviews, you can check them out on cliffcentral.com at the Futurology Show. Definitely. You can, you can listen to all those podcast shows and catch up on the depth and they of these amazing people. I think people. it's a nice refresher after what we've seen here. So, yeah. thank you very much. And we'll probably see you back up in Joburg then sometime soon. In Cheers. your new thank office. Thank you so much. Right. Awesome. Awesome. to see you in PE. Yeah, yeah. I'll actually be there in two weeks' time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We'll pick up on after, when we go off there. Cool. So, um, Brett, yes. what are we doing to wrap up, my bad? We must be close to the top of the hour. We are pretty close to the top of the hour, and uh, the next show is ready to rock and roll right here in Cliff Central. Uh, you wrap it up, bro. There's so much on the I go. knew we were going to do that, hey? And, yeah. I actually knew we were going to do that. So, so I'm going to give you – I have thought about it because you know, what I have done for once in my life is actually listen um, in the last two days. My wife won't believe me saying that. But I attended some amazing keynotes, um, and I – Listen to some really special, the best of the best in their field that might be monotopical, but they know their topic. And the the, the thought of the day for me as a yeah. takeaway from, yeah. from Gartner Symposium is when you put the right people in the right room, prepared to listen to the right person and take in the right information, you'll never go left. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah, that's that's uh, awesome. I mean, and it's so it's so refreshing to see how MTM business or just business in general is actually 
generating new business and how everybody's actually collaborating on a level where new things can happen. Yeah. So do I still get to say my clothes offline or are you doing it for me now? Because you're B1. Hey, B1. It's your show, bro. Rock and roll. Uh, all right. Excellent. So again, MTN Business, a hard help. Thank you very much. I mean, it's been an amazing 72 hours. And until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. Excellent. We're out. This is cliffcentral.com.